Renew your mind. I love having coffee with my pasta. It's just so personal. Be encouraged. This is my favourite programme. Pastor Kong is just so real. Hot seats, hot seats. Nourished in the word. The question and answers are spot on. Pastor Kong, we love you. This is the best. Something new is brewing. Hi, this is Pastor Kong. I want to invite you to sit back, relax and have a cup of coffee with me. Join us for Coffee with Kong. Hello and welcome to the show known as Coffee with Kong and I'm your host, Bernard. I'm so glad you can join me on this radio show where I get to ask my senior pastor some of life's most difficult or burning questions and in the process be well equipped to understand about life, faith and ministry. Well, we believe this show will greatly bless you and hopefully help you walk closer to God and live a purpose-driven, kingdom-driven life. Pastor Kong He is the senior pastor of City Harvest Church in Singapore. And ever since May 2012, he has been on this radio show every week, answering emails that come into us at connect at cityradio.sg. This series of shows will be called 3-in-1 Coffee, where we put together three episodes or emails of the same topic, which have been covered through the years. Heads up. This is going to be a long episode. Now, you have been warned. As Christians, we often try to understand the spiritual or supernatural. I mean, we are body, soul and spirit, right? So it's normal to have questions, isn't it? Now, the first email is asking about strange manifestations such as gold dust. Yes, you heard me correctly. What are these sparkly gold dusts that appear during a church service? How should we react when we hear or see such reports? Sit back, relax, and let's have coffee with my pastor, Pastor Kong Hee. Pastor, today I got a very, very interesting uh, email, and it might be quite hot. I don't know. Depends on how you look at it. He says here, Hi Bernard, my name is Reyes, and I am from cell group N318. I would like to put Pastor Kong on a very hot seat. Wow. Sizzling already. Yes, by asking the following questions. Number one, I want to know more about gold dust. (laughs) From my understanding, some churches in the USA and Singapore have seen such manifestation. No, it's not that hot yet. Number two, (laughs) some of these churches, their members start to behave and speak like certain animals during service. Now, the big question, are these in the Bible? Are these a manifestation of the Holy Spirit? Regards, Reyes. Wow, Reyes. Okay, Pastor. <laughs> I'm looking at you right now. Is this a hot seat question? Hot seat question. Not because the question is a hot seat question. Not because the question per se is a hot question. But how are you going to answer? However you answer, you're going to offend some people. Coffee talk, Pastor. Coffee talk. <laughs> <laughs> coffee, talk. coffee talk, seriously. But coffee talk, okay. It's, it, it, is, it, is a, it is something that has If happened. I say it is good, some people get offended. If I say it's bad, some people will get offended. So I must try to be middle of the road. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's we're talking over a cup of coffee and somebody asks you a question and asks you, you know, what do you think about these, you know. So the question is, they just want to know more about gold dust. What's your understanding of, of this? Uh, my understanding of gold dust is that I think during the gold rush <laughs> when people <laughs> went over to the mines there are gold dust around 
Okay. <laughs> that's, a, that's a different. <laughs> I'm trying to see. Okay, skirt the question. You know. <laughs> uh, so it is. It is quite a hard seat, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. You're talking about um, okay, un- unusual manifestations. Unusual. Man- okay. To especially especially gold dust. Have you ever seen it before? Yourself? Have you? To be honest, I have not seen it. Okay. Uh, I have I've been to meetings where members came to me and showed me their hands, and they have something sparkling in their hands. Yeah, you know sometimes it, it looks it can look a little bit like you know sometimes when uh, ladies they put on makeup ah, and then it has some of the sparkles. sparkles yeah. yeah, and then it looks as if some of them and have spark those sparkles. Mm. Uh, I don't think they're real gold or silver, but they have a little bit of sparkles. Mm. And they claim that they they didn't get it from makeups. Mm. They claim it's supernatural. Okay. You know, I have no doubt to believe that they believe that it's true. Okay. Yeah. Mm. But if you ask me, have I taken those particles to be tested in a lab? No, I have not done it. Okay. You know, it's just like if you pray for healing and the person says I'm healed of cancer, mm. I would say, please go to the medical center and do a Test, mm. but when they say that they have certain dust and all that, mm. I have never done the test, so I don't know if that gold, the real gold or not. Mm. I've seen sparkles. Mm. I also seen people say that uh, amazingly, that when presence of God came, they have gold feelings in their mouth. Really? Yeah. Well, that's a long pause for me. I'm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, to be perfectly honest with you, I have not done any research into this. Okay, because Pastor, to, to to just clarify the 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 thing you just said, this happened in your meeting. No, okay. I mean I in other people's meeting, but I have friends that I really trust and highly respect, and they absolutely believe it to be true. Okay, that in their churches, in their services, there were gold dust, and there was supernatural two feeling. Uh, in fact, in fact, one pastor showed me on a video gold dust in the in the air when the presence of God was very thick in worship. Mm. So he showed me the photo, and I could see that when the light sh- they had fog machine. So when the fog machine was shining, there was sparkly stuff in the air. Mm. But I wasn't there. Okay, and okay. I just. You know, I'm I'm a very, I'm not a cynical person. Mm, yes, yes. And the Bible says, "Do not despise prophecy." That means, in other words, I choose to believe in the best. Yes. Than anything else. So if a person says that, if the pastor said, "I have a worship service and there will go dust in the air," I say, "Why not?" Okay. I mean, I'm not God. Yes. If you ask me, are there go dust phenomenon in the Bible? I don't believe I read it. Okay, but that doesn't mean God cannot perform gold dust. Okay, so Pastor, the 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 second question that you asked that in some of the churches that their members start to behave and speak like certain animals during service. H- have you ever heard of this too? Yeah, actually, basically this ph- phenomenon of roaring, especially roaring like lions. It was a phenomenon closely associated with the Toronto blessing that was 
in the 90s, I believe. I believe it was in the 90s, early mm-hmm. part of the 90s, the Toronto Blessing, where there's also holy laughter mm-hmm. and there's people... Uh, in fact, I met a pastor recently who told me that he was the first one at the Toronto Blessing that roared like a lion because he felt the Lion of Judah coming upon him and he roared. And then as a result, that phenomenon was replicated everywhere. So I met the man himself, the first wow. roaring. Okay. And when I met him and talked to him, he was very nice, very level-headed. Mm. He loves the Word. He loves the presence of God. He's mm. definitely a good man, a mm. very solid pastor. Yes. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so if that's if that's how it happened, I and I've been to meeting where people got filled in the spirit and they started running around. You're not joking. Yeah, they run around and around and around around the church. And I think running around the church is okay. They say, I'm on fire, I'm on fire, and start running around the church. Then, of course, I mean, we have the phenomenon of people falling under the power. People, uh, when they feel the presence of God, they start dancing. Uh, People that are touched by the Holy Spirit, they they have unusual phenomenon. Mm. I find this to be... Okay, this is how I explain it. I find that God is very broad in His acceptance. Yeah. As long as the fundamentals are there. You love the Word, you love the Spirit, and you love Him. Mm. And God allows people to express themselves in a way that would make sense to them in their culture, in their background with their experiences and what they've gone through. Mm. So I tend to be very slow to be critical or to judge. Because if somebody comes to City Harvest Church and see the way we pray in tongues or see the way we celebrate in our praise and worship. In fact, one of my good friends who is a, who is a Roman Catholic came to my church and said, Wow, Pastor Kong, every concert you have is like a rock concert. <laughs> because what is usual for us is unusual for, for him. Them. Yeah. So I tend to reserve judgment and criticism I feel that what's important for us, especially when some things are not mentioned explicitly in the Bible, mm. then I will go on the fruit test. The you, fruit in, test. you inspect the fruit. Mm. And this is what you do when when custom officers or, or uh, agricultural officers, they want to check if there is anything wrong with the products of trees or or farming. They check the fruits. Mm. So I check the fruits. Does the person love the Word of God? Mm. Does the person produce the fruit of the Spirit? Mm. Does the person genuinely have a close walk with Jesus? Mm. And then if the answer is yes, and yet he has certain phenomenon which works for him or for her, Mm. I'm not going to judge. Wow. That's a really good answer. Pastor. Yeah, you know, if if you belong to a church that where everything got to be prim and proper, very well organized, mm-hmm. very orderly, I can assure you, 
your emotional spiritual experience will also be very prim and proper very orderly if you go to a church where you allow a greater level of expression then your emotional and your spiritual experiences will be greater in its expression yes see it tells me one thing god allow us certain latitude yeah and he let us move at a level that's comfortable to us wow. as long as those expressions bring us closer to him and draw us uh, make us more in love with his presence and it doesn't stop us from loving his word or making Jesus Christ the lord of our lives god is more accepting than we are well wow. so i i feel that well if some churches do that praise god hmm. and if in your own church or in our church we don't do it praise god different strokes for different folks as long as at the end of the day Jesus is the center of it all. I want to leave you with a scripture from Jesus, Luke chapter 6 and verse 43 and the first part of 44. For a good tree does not bear bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. For every tree is known by its own fruit. So let us be conscious of bearing good fruit in everything that we do. God bless. How was that episode? I hope you are learning something that will better equip you and strengthen your walk in God. The next email is going to take things to another level. Now, have you ever heard of the four blood moons? Honestly, I have never ever heard about it until I started doing this radio show. Eclipses, shooting stars and blood moons, you know, should we know more about them? Well, I'll show you. You'll be thoroughly blessed by this one. Okay, Pastor, today I got a very very long email. Are you ready for this? Okay, but if it's going to be long, maybe you want to break up the question one after another. Sure, Pastor. So I can just answer one at a time. It's a long email. Yeah. And it's a very interesting email. Okay. Okay. It says here somebody wrote to us connect at cdradio.sg. He says, "Hi Pastor Kong and Bernard. Once again, thanks for this awesome show every single week. I would like to thank oh, us, You Pastor. sound like Rod Stewart, man. I know, right, Pastor? <laughs> a mixture of Rod Stewart. I'm sailing. <laughs> a mixture of Rod Stewart and Brian Adams. Wow, that's right. I think my generation is more <clears throat> Rod Stewart. It's true. <laughs> Getting old, man. <laughs> okay, Pastor, I said I would like to ask Pastor Kong a question. There has been a phenomenal topic for the past one to two years. I've heard from American pastors like John Hagee, okay, and Perry Stone on the internet, but I prefer to hear from my very own pastor regards to the four blood moons. <laughs> the four. Uh. Blood moons. Okay. It's a total lunar eclipse that occurs four consecutive total eclipses in a series known as Tetrad. Okay. The first happened on 15 April 2014, second on 8 October 2014, mm-hmm. and the third one just happened recently on 4 April, and the last one just happened on the 28th of September 2015. Yes. Many people say that the four blood moons is a sign or a prophecy of something that's going to happen to the nation of Israel wow and changes to a series of world events i would like to know what is pastor kong's take on the four blood moons i want to I want to be honest with you 
Can I answer now? Say, say yeah, 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 yeah. I want to be honest with you. I just, I have not done a lot of research okay. on this, but I've read about this somewhat, not deep research. I've heard uh, uh, different ones talking about it, like it possibly could coincide with the fact that uh, this is the year of Jubilee for, according to the Jewish calendar. Mm. And I would say the spiritual prophetic Israel watches the, the prophetic people that mm. specialize in Israel, they look upon this as an interesting sign and wonder. Yes. It's a sign and a wonder. Yes. As far as I'm concerned, I do not see any contradiction between that and say, watching over Israel or the second coming of Christ. I mean, one thing you cannot deny, the Bible does say, and we are talking about what? 2,500 years ago in the book of Joel. Yes. And and um, the Bible does say that the moon will turn to blood. Yes. Correct. And it's, it's kind of coincidental that they call this red shading of the moon because of the diffusion of the sunlight. Yes. As the blood moon. Yes. So my take is this. Anytime we see something as a sign, you know, or mm. something that's... Mm interesting mm. and it sort of coincide with what the Bible says prophetically about the end times. Mm. It serves two things. Number one, first of all, it could really be that sign okay. that the Bible is talking about. Okay. But even if it's not, it is also a indicator that, hey, we are living in the last days. And look at all these interesting things that are happening that the Bible also talk about mm. so we all should be thinking about the second coming of Jesus we should be thinking about the fact that we are living in the last days so whether is it that particular sign or not mm. to me is sometimes it's not that important mm. but we should know that we are living close to the second coming wow <laughs> so that's your take pastor that's my take because I mean, th the truth of the matter is uh, lunar eclipse mm. happen every year. That's true. That's tr I mean, that's true, right? Yeah, yes. And uh, the this blood moon thing, the, or, or having a red shades over the moon, Yes. it also happened fairly regularly. Mm. But the interesting thing is that these series of four of them, Yes. and I believe I read in another place I think the four of them also coincide with important festivals in Israel. Correct. Right. So, is it coincidental or is it God-incidental? Mm. Is it the sign that this is uh, what the Bible talks about, that the sun will be darkened, the moon will turn to blood? I don't know. I really don't know. But I do know this. I have no doubt we are living in in the last days very close to second, the second coming of Jesus could this be the sign that we're in the last generation maybe why not mm. I won't be surprised if it is mm. but even if it's not the signs will only serve to show us that we are living close to the end wow <laughs> pastor he ends off his email saying as always, Pastor Kong, my CG and I pray for you every single time for your food deliverance and thanks for taking time to bless us with the radio show. Pastor, as he ends this email and as you answered it, I was just going to think, I'm just going to veer a bit off topic. 
Because recently I saw on CNN that NASA has yeah. found water on Mars. <laughs> right. So what's your take on that, Pastor? Well, I mean, you know, the Bible says that, first of all, there are many secret things that belong to God that we don't know. Mm. And the Bible says the secret things of the Lord belong to Him. Yes. And that which is revealed for us, or that's re- which is revealed to us, mm. is for our understanding, for our edification, for us to grow in it. Are there life in extraterrestrial places? I don't know, maybe? Yeah, I mean, perhaps the Bible is silent about. That's true. The Bible is silent about what's happening in other galaxies. All the all we know is that God is the creator. But what I do know is this, is that God loves us. Yes. He, he obviously loves us so much. He gave His only Son to die for us. Mm. So I would think that we human race are the Pre- premier race. Premier. If, even if there are aliens and other extraterrestrial, yeah. which many people believe are demons or fallen angels, mm. I, I really feel that it doesn't benefit us so much mm. to veer into that arena, okay. except that if we want to read and research on it, our curiosity. Like for example, for sure the Bible talks about dinosaurs. Yes. Yeah, but you know, I mean, they live at one time. Yes. How are they going to affect my life today? I'm not sure. <laughs> unless the Bible- they have Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless somebody take the DNA and right. inject it into some mosquito. Yeah. So for us, there are secret things that belong to God that yeah. I think will be foolish to claim that we know everything. Yeah, but I think what do we do know that God has revealed to us is in the Bible. And that we got to become experts in. Amen. And amen. Thank you, Pastor, for answering this uh, email from Rias. And uh, of course, um, today's uh, entire episode is dedicated to the unknown. No, the ep- episode is, ex- uh, is dedicated to space. Space, yes. Space. <laughs> and the final frontier. <laughs> Wait, that's another show, right? Uh, not sure. I think the final final frontier may not be space. No, heaven. That That's is right, the Pastor. Final frontier. <laughs> Eternity is the final frontier. I want to leave you a scripture from Matthew twenty four verse thirty three, the words of Jesus Christ Himself. So you also, when you see all these things, know that it is near, at the doors. So I just want to tell you that when you see signs and wonders in the heavenlies, that seem to confirm what the Bible is saying. Just know that we are living close to the second coming of Jesus. God bless. I sure hope you're enjoying the show so far. Now, if you have a burning question or a topic to suggest on the show, please feel free to write to me, connect at cdradio.sg. Now, the last and final email is a big one, okay? Are there ghosts? When people say they see their dead relatives figure or being what have they just seen? <laughs> if you're like me and you watch too many movies, uh, this is going to be the one episode that will illuminate your understanding, I'm sure of it. Enjoy this one. I'm all smile because yeah. I'm having coffee, my wonderful friend, Bernard. <laughs> Pastor, today I'm going to do something exclusive. I've never done this before on the show. Never. And I'm going to sing for you. Uh, your job, Pastor, is to guess the tune. 
Okay. Okay, so you have to guess what movie, what's the title of this movie where this song was in. Are you ready? Wow, I'm, I'm a very holy man. I don't watch movies. Ah, Pastor. Uh, <laughs> not true, not true. I'm not sure true. you have watched I'm a song. movie buff, yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, are you ready? Okay, yeah. I'm going to sing for you. And the song is... Oh, my love. Ghost. There you go, Pastor. The title of my topic today is... Ghost. But you know what? I never watched a movie. But you the song is so popular. Didn't watch the yeah, movie. Yeah, I didn't. The Mimor and Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Oh, wasn't that is. That I, was, I didn't watch. Yeah. That was some show. Because that was during that time when I make a, I I, I consecrated my life and for a ten year period I I didn't watch any movies. Wow. <laughs> crazy, huh? Crazy. Yeah. That was really ten years. Ten years. My goodness. <laughs> didn't watch any movies. Didn't even watch uh, videotapes of movies. But you know the title. I know that because people sing about it. Ah. And later, when when I, you know, I'm a movie buff. Later, when I watch those other movies, I know that about this. But I I saw some trailers, but I have never watched this. Oh man, Pastor, I should get you that. I should get you that but, movie. But it's very old fashioned now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you watch it, it's like, hmm, the graphics uh, they could have done, you know, based on what what technology yeah. has improved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Pastor, you know. No matter how how technology advances, you can't wipe away uh, good acting. So I think or love story. Yeah, yeah. That's Everybody it. loves uh, love stories. Good stories. That's right. Good yeah. love stories. Yeah. Well, Pastor, today somebody wrote to us, connect at cdradio.sg and asked to remain anonymous. It says, Hi, Pastor. I'm writing in to ask you a very random question. Do you believe in ghosts? Whenever I hear that there are people who actually see an apparition... I believe of- in holy ghosts. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's right, that's right. <laughs> Whenever I hear that there are people who actually see an apparition of their deceased loved ones, I'm always curious, are they really their loved ones? Growing up, so many movies depict that some spirits are trapped in our world and they can't proceed to heaven. Is that true? Also, on the topic of ghosts slash spirits, it says here in 1 Samuel 18 verse 10 in the Amplified Bible, it says, The next day an evil spirit from God came mightily upon Saul and he raved madly in his house while David played the the lyre with his hand as at other times and there was a javelin in Saul's hand. Yes. So, is it possible for God to send an evil spirit? Thanks for answering my randomness. I'm just curious. Please, Bernard don't need to mention my name. <laughs> so, Pastor, it's, oh, you know, I did a, a random thing I sang for you and it's it's a pretty valid question, actually. Yeah, it's a theological question. Theological yeah, question? Yeah, theological okay, question. Okay, my, my favourite question. Is it a hot seat question? Uh, not really. Okay. It's just a theological question. Yeah. So, the first one, such thing as ghosts, well, if you ask, how do you define ghosts? You know, definition is everything. If you say ghosts mean spirits, are there mm. such things as spirits? Of course! You have the Holy Ghost, mm. you have unclean spirits, you have mm. demon spirits, mm. uh, you have the spirit of the dead, yeah, and all that. But do you believe in ghosts like the departed dead that is coming back to haunt a person? No, I don't. Okay, but do I believe in demon spirits? Yes. The Bible talks about familiar spirit. It's familiar spirits. You must remember, demon spirits, they don't die. Mm. They live forever and ever and ever. And they are called familiar spirits because they are familiar with a family. They are familiar with you. 
they've been assigned by the devil to interfere with the family, to interfere with you. And you must remember, there could be a familiar spirit for generations attached to a family. Really? Yeah. Oh, so gen. Okay. They're very familiar. They they know what happened. They seen what happened. So very often, a familiar spirit will disguise as a person that has died, come back to torment a family. Mm-hmm. But it's not the soul of your dead grandfather or your dead mm. loved ones. Mm. It's just a demon spirit, just trying to be up to mischief. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Okay. So it's it's a familiar, familiar spirit. spirit. Okay. Yeah. And and familiar spirits, just like every other demon spirit, mm. they can be bound in the name of Jesus. They cannot come near you if you're covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. And yeah, have I seen them, dealt with them? Yes, but they are familiar spirits. They are mm. not the the spirit of departed dead people, the soul of departed dead people. The Bible says it's appointed for every man or woman to die once, and after that comes judgment. Mm. So once a person is dead, he doesn't have a uh, he doesn't start roaming the earth. No, no trap. Within. No, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> those okay. those are pagan beliefs that are mm. non-Christian. Wow. Okay. So, Pastor, the next question is about that verse from 1 Samuel 18, verse 10. So, is it possible for God to send an evil spirit? Okay, you got to take every scripture and compare with other scripture. That is why Paul says you got to uh, abide by the whole counsel of God's word. Mm. In fact, there are books out there that you can actually buy that uh, interprets for you difficult scriptures like this. Okay. So when, when it says that did God send an evil spirit? Well, God is a sovereign ruler. Everything that happens on the earth, God allows it. God permits it. It may not be in His perfect plan, but God set certain things in place. Mm. So I give an example. God set in place the law of gravity. What goes up must come down. Mm. If you suddenly decide to jump off a building, you are going to fall to your death. Now that law is going to be even more real. Yeah, the, yeah, that law is it's going to be real. No, yeah. So does that mean that God sent you to your death? Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Okay, I understand. Okay, Saul had opened himself to demonic spirits already. Uh, you find that later on he went to visit the witches of Endor, who were mediums, and Saul had bitterness and murder in his heart. Mm. So when you start entertaining demonic thoughts, demonic spirits are going to come. So when you say God sent the whole, that evil spirit, it means you got to interpret that as God allowing an evil spirit to torment Saul. Mm. Yeah. Wow. You, you understand what I'm saying? I understand. I understand. Yeah. So you, you got to interpret the whole counsel of God uh, as, as a whole and not take one scripture out of context. Mm. And I'm quite sure if you check that part where it said God sent an evil spirit, I'm quite sure in the original text it would have read God allow an evil spirit to be sent. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So basically Saul at that point in time in his life already opened the door. Yeah. For oh. He was murderous. He wanted to kill David, David yes. knowing that David was anointed of God. Wow. Saul was walking in disobedience. Okay. Pastor, 
you have actually seen you know demon spirits plenty demon of time stuff plenty yeah. of time yeah plenty of time i i oh. i've seen uh demon spirits with my eyes opened you know my wife and i were, no, no, as in wide awake yeah my wife and i were both uh the first time this happened was um i think 1993 i was in america i was going to teach in a bible school where pastor derek used to be studying in in mm. california mm. and we were staying in the red lion hotel mm. and then at 4am in the morning i suddenly woke up and i felt an oppression in the room an eerie feeling in the room mm. at the corner of my eye i noticed that there was a a, a figure mm. of of something that looks like a ninja it's really with with an axe or a big knife in his hand mm. and he was doing a, a killing a stabbing movement mm. uh, just outside the toilet in the room so uh, I tried to bind it I it took me a while I was so afraid mm. I and my my wife's son was asleep by my side and so I, I tried to bind it bind it bind it until eventually it left I fell asleep next morning I woke up I was going to tell son what happened son came to me and said you wouldn't believe what happened last night at 4am in the morning mm. I saw a demon spirit and she was describing it was exactly the same demon I saw standing in the same place doing the same action and at the same time and she too was binding it and she said she was afraid to wake me up so we saw the same thing in the same room at the same time the same demon doing the same action that was the first time I mean it kind of we were kind of creepy it kind yeah. of creeps us out but next morning when we went to the service and we were speaking in Pastor Derek's Bible school suddenly there was a mighty outbreak of deliverance demons were screaming out of uh, different ones and some were slithering on the floor like a snake uh, you know because it, it was a mighty deliverance se- uh, session from that point onward I began to realize every time before I'm about to have a mighty deliverance uh, ministry I very often the night before I would begin to have encounters with demonic spirits wow so it happened many many times more than I care to count wow <laughs> as you were sharing I had slight goosebumps never heard this story in my life wow I learned something new every day yeah thank it, you so much pastor wow for, for, for but you know I've, I've also been to places that are, that are haunted but not by haunted, haunted. <laughs> but they're not haunted by the souls of the dead it's haunted by the familiar spirits by the stronghold of that of that place the stronghold of that place it could be or it could be a, a familiar spirit mm. that's been assigned to the house or to the family wow. my boy have seen it too when my when little Dayan was about three four years old and we were living at that time as in a mission house in Taiwan mm. in a church mission house in Taiwan New Life Church mm-hmm. and then one night uh, I was in Singapore but Sun and Dayan were there and they were unpacking yeah. because we just moved in and little Dayan came up and said mommy there's a there's a there's a sister sister in the house uh, in that room so Sun thought it is one of the church staff helping us to unpack yeah. the bag the our boxes of things so because we just moved there so son wanted to go to the room and tell her it's late it's about 11 it's about midnight you can go back we, we unpack tomorrow went in there's nobody 
And then suddenly she noticed there is a, a demon spirit that looked like a, a girl. And then this spirit just floated across the room, went out the wall. Of course, Sun called me. And then I flew in and we anointed every room with oil mm. and cast out every unclean spirit. Mm. But it's a familiar spirit. Mm. It's a familiar spirit. Okay. And, and But we found out that uh, years earlier, there was somebody died mm. in that place. It was an accidental death. Somebody died, uh, a young child died. Mm. But we, we never for one moment think or thought that it's a soul or departed person. Mm. It's just a familiar spirit. And every familiar spirit, you can bind it in Jesus' name. Uh, that's the that's the last question I'll ask you, actually, Pastor. What what do we do? You know. Well, we consecrate the place uh, to the Lord. You mm. you pray, have a prayer meeting, mm. cover the place with the blood of Jesus Christ. Sometimes, if the Lord leads you, anoint the place with oil. Wow! Thank you so much, Pastor, for answering this. Let me tell you question. something interesting. Share, Pastor. Share. You know, in the early days, a lot of the early missionaries that came to Singapore and Malaysia, they were very poor. They couldn't afford places for church offices or church premises. Hmm. You know what they did? They just look around the neighborhood for what's called the haunted places. Because usually nobody wants to buy over or live there. It's, it goes for the cheapest prices. Price. In fact, I can tell you that in Singapore, a lot of the churches that have been around for 40, 50, 60 years, the premises that they used to be, if you go and ask the founding pastor, they will say, oh, this used to be a haunted place. They came in, Bless the place, consecrate to Jesus, have prayer meeting, and no ghosts. <laughs> wow. Because that's the cheapest place. I learn something new every day. <laughs> I want to leave you with Mark chapter 16 and verse 17. Jesus himself says, And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. Remember, in Jesus' name, you will cast out demons. So don't be afraid of any demonic spirits. God bless. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you have a burning question or a topic to suggest, write to us. Connect at cdradio.sg Connect at cdradio.sg To find out more about City Harvest Church, visit our website at www.chc.org.sg www.chc.org.sg Don't forget to follow Pastor Kong Hee on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. At P.S. Kong Hee. At P.S. Kong Hee. God bless you and stay safe. <laughs>